It's National Bacon Day today. Yes, you can hear the sizzling in the background if you listen closely. I'm going to celebrate this one big time. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's the last, like, non-holiday day of the year, December 30th. Because, you know, tomorrow's New Year's Eve, and then we've got New Year's Day. The the year is over, essentially, as as I see it. Uh, You know, a lot of people are off of work this week, and maybe today's your last day. Maybe the boss is a total Scrooge and making you work tomorrow. I don't know. But it is... Is December 30th, and we're finally putting an end to 2020, which we're all excited about. Hey, on um, Friday, on, yeah, I almost screwed up because I can't even think of what day it is because I have the whole week off. But yes, on Friday, I have somebody coming in to make some predictions for the new year. And tomorrow, I'm going to be joined by several other podcasters who basically they sent in their uh, New Year's resolutions and wishes for the new year. So a couple of nice shows coming up uh, this week. But today, we have got to talk about the big event for today, National Bacon Day. And sadly, uh, this is going to be a shorter show today. It's not going to be the typical, you know, show where I do the events in the beginning and then I do an interview because I had this interview set up for National Bacon Day, a doctor that tells us that bacon is healthy. Yes, he's one of the few doctors out there that suggests eating bacon uh, because it's good for your heart. Unfortunately, he is unable to join me today as uh, he is in the hospital. So, you know, it's unfortunate, but uh, yes, uh, we will try to get him back on in a, in a... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just got another email from... Well, may he rest in peace. Um, but Bacon, yes, as he says, is healthy. And uh, despite, you know, him having his heart attack, everything is fine. Uh, Americans do spend about $5 billion on bacon each year. That is a lot. And, uh, you know, when you're bringing home the bacon, uh, you're bringing home a lot of bacon. More than 2 billion pounds of bacon is produced each year in the United States, and 70% of that bacon is eaten for breakfast. Yes, it does contain vitamins, it does contain proteins, and it does contain minerals, and it's... Okay, check this out. It's fewer calories than a can of Coke. Okay, that's just three slices. But still, uh, you know... You can have your bacon and uh, be okay with it. At least have it today. And it's a great way to actually help with uh, depression, believe it or not. It does make you feel good. So there you go. Uh, Just uh, if you're eating bacon, just say you're depressed and everything will be okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Who could be depressed eating bacon, right? And, you know, it does taste great with chocolate, oddly. Uh, A lot of people do enjoy that. So there you go. There's your day for today. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. And yes, it is going to be a shorter show because I do not have a uh, guest today, but uh, we will. That's not going to stop me, you know. I- I'm going to continue. Uh, yes, we will tell you about the events for today. And let's start. In 1905, the fourth Idaho governor, Frank Stunenberg. Yes, I knew I was going to screw up his name, so I intentionally did that for comedic value. Uh, he was assassinated by a member of a local union. The murder took place five years after he left office. He was killed by a bomb set at his home. The killer said he was paid to do so, but that was never proven. So the killer spent the rest of his life 
in jail. In 1922, on this day, the USSR was formed, and it lasted, of course, until 1991. It was created after a long and bloody civil war. While it was around, it was the second biggest economy in the world. It was also the first to send humans into space, the first to create a ministry of health, and it was one of the world's two superpowers for four decades. However, they ran out of toilet paper and it was all over. Okay, it wasn't just the toilet paper, but you have to admit it would make it tough to be a superpower with no toilet paper. Wait a minute, we ran out of toilet paper last year, didn't we? Hmm. I guess I better start digging that bunker. All right, in 1963, Let's Make a Deal first hit the air on NBC with the host, Monty Hall. Monty would go on to host the show for 30 years. Yes, the show spent some time off, came back, things like that, but it was about 30 years that Monty hosted that show. The show left the air for quite some time after the first run ended, but it's now back and Wayne Brady is hosting. For those not familiar with the show, the host makes trades with selected members of a costume-clad studio audience, which are called traders. And perhaps that's why Donald Trump came up with the name for the press corps. I'm not sure, but maybe that's how he came up with that. Uh, currently, the show is doing a bit of live audience and at-home audience mix. If you want to try to be a part of the home audience, just check out their website, because really, what else are you going to do, right? Okay, in 1968, Frank Sinatra first recorded the song, My Way. It was written by Paul Anka and was actually based on a French song. The tune comes from the French song for the most part. Yeah, Frank's version, though, of the song became an anthem for him after spending several months on the Billboard charts. He's re-recorded this thing several times. That first recording was done in one take. And of course, a few hours later, he left and went to the Sands Hotel to start partying for the NYE festivities of 1968. When Paul Anka wrote the song, he thought about Frank. He said, what would Frank say? Well, he read many articles and he noticed that Frank would often say, my this and my that. So he went with it and it became my way. He spent all night writing. And when morning hit, he called Frank, who was, of course, in Vegas at the time at the Caesars Hotel, and said, I've got a great song for you. Well, the thing was, Paul's record company was actually a little upset with him because he didn't keep the song for himself. He told them it was for Frank, no one else. And once you give something to Frank Sinatra, you can't really take that away. That is not going to end well. All right, on this day in 2006, Saddam Hussein, the former president of Iraq, was executed after being convicted of crimes against humanity. He ruled Iraq from 1979 until his overthrow and capture by a U.S.-led coalition in 2003. He wrote a best-selling romance novel. Did you know that? Yeah, he did. It took place in Iraq. He was trying to encourage other artists to actually write things and paint things and basically put Iraq in a good light for the rest of the world. Uh, he penned this novel, but nobody actually knew it was him at first, and then it came out that it was him, and then it became a huge bestseller because, come on, it's a romance novel by an evil dictator. And who doesn't want that, right? When I think evil dictator, I think romance novels. And uh, I'm sure that several romance novels were written over the years by evil dictators. I wonder if it was called Dictator and Desire. 
I think that would have been a good name for it. You know, Fabio on the cover. Come on, you can picture this, right? <laughs> a bestseller. <laughs> wow. You know, Saddam actually also received the key to the city of Detroit. What? Yes, a reverend in Detroit sent him a note congratulating him on becoming the leader of Iraq. And Saddam replied with a check for $250,000 as a donation to the church. And therefore, he got that city of Detroit to give him the key to the city. How crazy is that? <laughs> yeah. Wow, things you don't know about evil dictators. All right, let's move now to 2010. The internet population in China reached 450 million. Oh, you think that's a big number, do you? Well, check it out in 2020. Some 10 years later, that number has ballooned up to 1.35 billion. However, that is just 42% of the population. Wow, that is a lot of users, but yes, just 42% of the population. 80% of the internet users in China are 40 years old or younger. So generally, it's not used by the older population in China. It's a little bit slower, and it's a little bit different in China. Yes, it's slower due to congestion. Now, when I say slower, I mean, unless you have Comcast, then it's about the same. Also, it has less malware, phishing scams, and less spam. Yeah, what they're trying to do is keep the internet wholesome. <laughs> no, I wasn't joking. They're actually trying to keep the internet wholesome. Yeah, well, they're doing that by censoring just about everything. So there's less porn, there's less access to foreign sites, and basically what you can visit is pretty limited, and your connection is constantly monitored. And if the government finds you downloading a forbidden file, well, they're going to turn off your access. And that could be for minutes, that could be for hours, or that could be forever. How crazy. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, that, believe it or not, is our show for today, the last non-holiday show of 2020. I do want to thank all of you for listening to the podcast. I started this up in the middle of August, in the middle of the pandemic and all of the crazy stuff that's been going on, and I love doing the show, and I love that you listen to it each day. The listeners have been growing each month, and I, I love that. I love that uh, I'm starting to get some people following me on Instagram. If you haven't done so, please do so, and Twitter, and I'm, I'm working on all of that as we uh, grow out the show here. But yes, please do subscribe. Please do like the show, and I hope that you continue to listen and become, you know, basically, this becomes a part of your daily habit. You can also, you know, listen to us on your Alexa. Yes. All you have to do is add us to your daily briefing, your daily flash briefing. There's instructions online. Just look that up, how to add a show to your, you know, and we're called This Is Today on there. So just type in learn about today on the flash briefing and you will find us. All right. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. 
All right, it is Eliza Dushku's birthday. She turns 40 today. Matt Lauer. Gee, I wonder what happened to him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he turns 63 today. Dominic Fike is 25. Tiger Woods. Hey, I wonder what happened. Oh, that's right. Uh, no, actually, he's golfing again. Uh, he's 45 today. Ellie Golding is 34. And LeBron James is 36. That's your look at December 30th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future podcast, just let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.